Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Recloseted Radio. As you're building a sustainable fashion brand, I know it can be super helpful to hear from others that have gone through it as well. In this episode, we're sharing the wisdom and experiences from two of our stellar Conscious Label Launcher participants. Our marketing manager, Madison, interviewed the founders of Boss Lady Collective and Sheet Cycle on our Instagram Live, and the content was so good, we knew that we had to share it on our podcast as well. Both of these brands went through our Conscious Label Launcher program, which is our comprehensive six-month program that takes sustainable fashion founders from idea to successful launch. Without any further ado, let's hear from Boss Lady Collective. So launched in late 2019, Boss Lady Collective is a Vancouver-based female-founded company that is modernizing the traditional women's workwear to create memorable first impressions while also empowering future female leaders through organizing personal and professional development workshops. The idea behind Boss Lady Collective stemmed from the desire of going to work every day, dressing stylishly while still embodying the idea of professionalism. Whether you're still in school, entering the workforce for the first time, or you're in your early career as a young professional, Boss Lady Collective wants to help you feel confident in expressing your chic, professional, and unique self. So um, I think we should just dive right in. Are you able to tell us a little bit about Boss Lady Collective and your background? Yeah. For sure. You did so well explaining about what we do already. <laughs> so just to touch upon that a bit more. Something that a lot of people who haven't been part of during that don't realize is we actually have started initially as a dropshipping model. And then because of that, we realized the impact of fast fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we do not want to contribute to at all. Which is why we, we want to move more towards a conscience-friendly method. And that was how we first found um, Selena from Reed Closet too. Mm-hmm. And that's also what we are moving towards right now. So Bosse Collective, while we are also modernizing women's worker, we're also really focused on providing and building through the slow fashion movement. Alongside that, we are also building a community of female students and young professionals, whether you're early in your career or you already have uh, hitting the mid-senior aspects of your career so far. We're hoping to build a community by providing personal professional workshops for YouTube. So BLC is pretty much a two-factor like business where we have like our clothing collection, where we give you more stylish outfits as well as a community where you can meet other like-minded boss ladies too. Annie and I met through a program at SFU. Um, we met through a program called WISE. And we really we learned that we really like workshops, which is the workshop part of Boss Lady Collective. And we also really like working together. I wanted to start something in fashion. So that's how, how we came together and how Boss Lady Collective was born. Amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Such a good story. So my next question then is, why did you transition to a sustainable fashion brand? I know you were talking about having the workshops, but Mm -hmm. then what made you decide to go into the actual branding? 
Well, I, I think I touched upon this a little bit, but we learned more about like what goes into the uh, fast fashion industry and what the impacts are. And also learning more about just the ethics around it and how people are treated. That's not the, a way that we wanted to portray ourselves as a brand and, and not the way that we want to contribute to the world. And we wanted to be, make sure that our impact was um, something that was in a positive way. I think something that uh, I think Selena said or someone at CLL said was like, um, you're the, the garment that you purchase, think about the number of people's lives that it touches mm-hmm. and does it touch those people's lives in a positive or impactful way? So going along that line, I think that was really powerful for us. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's such a great statement. So then how does it feel to run your own brand? Um, and what's something that you feel proud of in doing that? I think having an amazing boss like actually next to me running the brand really makes us so great and awesome because when you're a solo founder, there's so many like things that you come across where there's challenges or like hardships, being able to have someone to talk to and someone to work together, I think that is what really makes Bosley as great as it is. <laughs> but alongside that, I guess running around brands great because as we mentioned, we really want to focus on the touch points our garments are being able to produce. Mm-hmm. So we really want to make sure that from manufacturing process, design to production, everything that we are doing is sustainable and also we are doing something that is environmentally friendly to our environment and less harmful to, to us if it is fast fashion, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we are proud of being able to run our own brands and we get to see everything from like the operational standpoint all the way to what our customers receive when they do get a BLC into their house or when they see BLC online through social media. Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree <laughs> with what, like what Annie said, especially like working with somebody and having that support network um, and someone to relate to that has been incredible throughout this journey. And also just really um, being able to have like a decision making uh, in terms of like what the output is, right? Because a lot of times when we work a job, we don't necessarily have that empowerment to make those decisions. But having your own brand, you have that responsibility to take on and then taking that on with like a, a degree of like, uh, this is a responsibility you have to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, totally. Those are great answers. Thank you. Would you be able to describe what an average day or week looks like for you? So we could definitely both touch upon this since it's a bit different for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, both Sonia and I actually work a 9 to 5 job right now too while we're building out BLC. Mm-hmm. So for my 9 to 5, I actually work in a global law firm in the marketing department. And in, my, in terms of like what my average day looks like is before 9 a.m., I actually I usually work on BLC, whether it's like engaging on social media or working on building out new workshops for our boss ladies to attend for the upcoming month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, at 5 p.m. onwards, it's more about like doing strategy planning for BLC, like what we want to be able to do. For example, like Sydney is currently working on the crowdfunding campaign and I'm currently working on the accelerated program. So we do want to create and launch a program in the upcoming year that really helps our boss ladies achieve whatever goal they are hoping to strive for for the 2021 year. Mm-hmm. So right now we actually do have a survey that's being that's being published out for boss ladies to throw out and that's like what they're interested in learning, what they're interested in improving upon, whether it's like their own personal careers or whether it's like overcoming on beliefs or even just building a genuine network. Mm-hmm. We currently have a survey going out for them to fill and let us know what they hope to achieve. And then Sydney and I will actually be building a program to help them 
overcome or help them achieve wherever they have for the 2021 year. Mm -hmm. That's like my current 95 so far. From my perspective, what my day looks like is I also work a nine to five. I, I work in my family business uh, where we work in the restaurant business. Um, and then so at the beginning of my day is also working on Boss Lady Collective. So that's more fo focusing on the financial aspects. So um, the crowdfunding campaign that we're having, as well as the product development and corresponding with our uh, amazing designer in Montreal, Jenya, who also went through CLL and we met through CLL, which is really cool. So yeah, just focusing on corresponding in terms of our uh, product design, as well as um, launching our crowdfunding campaign, which we'll be having in March. So we're very excited to be having that coming up soon. Mm -hmm. So busy days, busy days. <laughs> <laughs> very productive and fun, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so I know you touched upon um, being in the previous Conscious Label launcher here at Recloseted. Um, mm -hmm. So would you be able to maybe talk about how CLL helped you restart your brand as a more sustainable one? Um, so I think most importantly, what CLL gave us was clarity. Um, and it says this a lot, and I definitely agree with her. <laughs> but we were running around like headless chicken before, and CLL gave us direction, which is absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, both Annie and I come from a business background. So our, in terms of fashion, we do um, not have a lot of knowledge in terms of like about what fabrics to choose, what manufacturers to partner with, what certifications to look for. Like that was a big one um, in terms of our learnings. And, and CLL has like modules that walk you through each one of those steps, which is absolutely amazing. And we're able to get partnered up or meet other women who are doing similar things. Um, and now it makes you feel like, oh, it's not just you that's looking to build this brand. There's other people, women out there who are interested in doing the same thing and they're overcoming barriers and challenges at the same time so it's cool to hear their stories and also hear their wins as well so that's been an amazing aspect that CLL, CLL has brought to us totally so there's a good support network there and so also why don't you tell us a bit more about the pant that you're making and how CLL has helped you <laughs> develop it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, we're very excited to be making this uh, pant. It's a women's workwear, uh, comfort, comfortable design. So we noticed that it was a lot of times when women spoke about pants, they thought about flooring, and we didn't really want that to be associated with workwear. Like it's supposed to be professional, but it still can be fun. You can just express yourself and your personality at the same time. Um, so we're currently using tensile, which is um, for those of you who don't know, we were we were learning. It's made out of wood chips, um, and it's a more eco-friendly. And so it's made out of tensile, and we're currently in the midst of dyeing, so all the designs aren't uh, finalized yet, but it's, it's, it's most more of a slim fit pant um, with lots of pockets and meant to be a more of a feminine shape than, uh, as you know, workwear it has a more masculine influence yeah. to it. So we want to bring that femininity back into women's workwear. So work with pants that you can wear to your office, but also only to your state night afterward. And I love that there's lots of pockets. That's always good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pockets are important. Let's also talk about maybe some of the biggest challenges um, that you faced in creating your brand and how you overcame that. I think the first challenge that we came is something we always tell other people is when you first before you first launch any business, any brand, make sure you actually have a community in place so we mm -hmm. have people to launch to. So when we launched, we actually launched with solo followers because we didn't realize that we should be doing marketing beforehand. Mm -hmm. And something that we learned through CLL is that you have to have like a pre-launch strategy, whether it's like eight weeks or 12, 
eight weeks of health week, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we are using towards our next launch, which is our worker pants coming up. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, the second thing is, well, you can always Google stuff. I'm a huge fan of Googling some answers too, but without a lot of the trial and error or like without a lot of the actual time you put into it, you might not find the right answer to what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So if it's like investing into programs or investing into education, that's something that we both really strive to do because mm-hmm. as Sydney mentioned, we both came from business background, not like fashion designers or like clothing manufacturer, production producers, etc. Having those knowledge to help us accelerate our process would be so beneficial. And if we did that a lot earlier, as opposed to just trying to Googling answers online and like seeing what sticks and what doesn't stick, mm-hmm. I think we would be at a much faster rate or accelerated, which is great that we did that early on to mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. brand development. Yeah, I definitely think that the saving of time is super important yeah. in terms of like, you can make back money, um, you can't make back time. Mm-hmm. So th- that's a huge benefit that CL has provided us as a, like a huge inventory of knowledge and for us to like save time and also have directions um, in terms of where to go and what to do when to look for what resources another challenge that we have i would say is finding the right manufacturers to work with Mm -hmm. since there's so many like manufacturers online whether it's in asia europe canada the states so finding one that fit with not only like what we're looking for Mm -hmm. but also are certified so as you mentioned like Certification is something that we didn't think about initially. We usually start finding someone that clicks with us. Mm-hmm. But having someone that's actually certified and also produced in a more sustainable manner is something that we really focus on when we are building BLC's upcoming like work collection. There's a lot of things we learned yeah. <laughs> throughout this past it's year. A lot of things we learned. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the challenges, at least for myself, is overcoming and Elsa CLL kind of helps with this is saying that you're a business owner. Just saying it out loud to other people, that was kind of a limiting belief, like in terms of, oh, how can I be a business owner this young? But yes, you can be, and yes, you can do those things. That's been a challenge. I feel like we're. I think we both have that. Yeah, definitely. Really just learning to have that like positive self talk and be excited about what you're doing. So that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, And then I guess we've already kind of touched on some of them, but is there any more? learnings or takeaways that you got from CLL that you would like to share? Yeah, I think one thing that's more of indirect learning is really take and spend the time on going through each week by week modules. You may think that you have so much time with the program itself and you might procrastinate a little bit, but definitely there's so much good content. For example, Mm -hmm. like the market research stage is the one that takes the most time. If we do learn the program, make sure you have like time to actually work on the market research. I think for us, we spent a lot of time in market research because we want to make sure we hit the right demographics. Since mm-hmm. we first launched VLC, we actually have a totally different market. We were focusing on boss ladies, for example, as you can hear from the name. But after talking to our customers and like identifying our persona, we realized that the people that we resonate with the most are either female students or those who are early into their careers. Mm-hmm. And we want to be able to provide them more value, whether it's through planning workshops, providing them with like work that they really do resonate with and want to work to work as well as outside of work. So really having that like cost per work embedded into it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like really spending time going through each week by week modules and making sure you actually do the market research since it is the most um, time consuming part, but also the most beneficial part of the whole CLO in my opinion too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it provides mm-hmm. you with, or provided us with a lot of mm-hmm. um, direction 
we, we didn't even know that we were going to do pants specifically. Yeah. Like we had a like vast variety of things that we could do, whether it be blouses, dresses, skirts. We knew we really wanted to narrow down on one product and get that one product done really, really well and be able to serve our customers well. That really helped us to be able to narrow down what people are looking for and what need we can fill. It really is amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's how we met like Jenna, for example, who is our, currently our fashion designer. And also Nick's from Bobani, who is actually our workshop our panel speaker for our workshop with Selena this coming Saturday. So lots of great connections and a network opportunity. So having gone through the Conscious Label Launcher, would you recommend it to other slow fashion brands? And if so, why? I think for the both of us, we definitely recommend Seattle to all the other slow fashion brands. Whether you're still in the ideas, ideation stage where you have an idea of wanting to start your own fashion label or if you really are in the works of starting a fashion label, definitely do recommend Seattle because we got so much clarity and so much like steps on what we should do moving forward in direction. So mm -hmm. I do appreciate the hand-holding aspect that CLO offers in terms of their programming aspects and also the community that we're able to meet a lot of like-minded boss ladies through CLL. If, especially if you're a solo founder, having that community really help you propel and continue to be driven to start your own label or to move forward with your label. The direction is like the most, I would say, beneficial in terms of like CL, just having that direction, having somebody who's actually done it before tell you, hey, this is, what, this is not what you do, this is what you do. So for any slow fashion founders, do you have any advice for them and how they might go about starting their slow fashion brand? Just um, start. It's really easy. I, I'm also the type of person where like when I have an idea, I start thinking about everything about the idea. But when I start thinking, I also start overthinking. And mm -hmm. I start thinking about like, both the positive and negative side, and then it makes me scared to like keep going forward. I would say you have an idea in your head that you've been wanting to do, just start it now because you, would, you can never foresee what the future entails unless you start it. Even if you don't have a product, you can mm -hmm. still promote your business. Like you can still spread awareness. You can spread knowledge about like the impacts of fast fashion or the impacts or what slow, why slow fashion is important to you. You can just post mm -hmm. about that. But just build that community. Put your word out there. Put your work out there. You don't have to necessarily have a product. You can just build a community of people that would be willing to purchase your product. And also join CLL. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you're wondering, like, oh, like, it's so easy to have like so many similar content already on Instagram or on social media that you might not have anything special to say. You're wrong because you do have a special thing to say. You have your own perspective, your mm -hmm. own experiences that someone else may not have. So it's something that you want to be able to like, put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. so that's something that both of me are both of me and I are learning to do is putting ourselves out there and really showcasing like our ideas, our perception, our perspective too. Yeah. Because there's somebody out there that going to see the world similar to the way you see the world and they're going to need to hear it from you so just making sure that your ideas are out there and being really passionate about what you love so i have one last question for you how can everyone support you and boss lady collective well, we are working on a crowdfunding campaign. Yeah. So we'd love to know um, if you'd be interested in purchasing our product or if you just like like to learn about the journey about like crowdfunding, we'll be sharing our thoughts on that and our, how we do that, how we execute on that. So we'd love to have you follow us on social media or um, uh, through email, um, whichever you prefer. Just keep to, uh, to keep up to date with what Boss Lady Collective is up to. In terms of the community aspects, mm -hmm. we, as mentioned in our earlier discussion, we are also 
coming up and producing an accelerator program. So if you're interested in reaching your goals for 2021, whether it's on the career side, like um, how to network properly, how to like build joining connections, or how to start a career itself, definitely. Or you know, like someone else, or then your friends who are interested, um, definitely let them know that we are ha- we do have a survey that's on our LinkedIn bio from the mm-hmm. And again, like follow us on Instagram at shopwasley.co or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, etc., along mm-hmm. with our mailing list, which is also in our link of bio. So there's lots of ways to keep in touch and make sure that <laughs> everyone can support you. That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit more about your sustainable fashion brand, as well as your experience with Recloseted and the Conscious Label Launcher. It's been so nice chatting with both of you. Now, let's hear from Sheet Cycle. I'll give you a little introduction on Sheet Cycle. And Sheet Cycle is a closed loop bedding brand born in New York City and committed to keeping your sheets out of landfills. Sheet Cycle uses locally sourced dead stock fabrics to create new linens and offers a take back program for your old ones. So, without further ado, hello, Chelsea. Hi. I have lots of really great questions today, so I think we should just dive right in. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about Sheet Cycle and your background? I come from like almost a decade of wholesale um, consumer goods and um, doing kind of like the operations and logistics around that. So about a year and a half ago or so, I was thinking about all these sheets that I have in my tiny New York City apartment. And I don't know how I accumulated so many And thinking back to childhood, my mom had the same problem where she had an overstuffed linen closet that was just, you know, too much going on in there. And I was realizing, like, maybe I inherited that (laughs) trait from her, but also um, I didn't know what to do with mine. I could upcycle them into dish rags, use them for, like, cleaning and drop cloths for painting. But overall, I was like you know, I'm stuck with all these linens and don't really know what to do with them. So it got me thinking about what service I could offer. If I was having this problem, there's probably other people, including my mother, that are having a similar problem. It originally started as an idea of service, a service that would accept people's linens and then either upcycle them or partner with a charity to kind of extend their life. I started thinking about okay, I don't know from a sustainability standpoint if I'll feel great just kind of accepting people's new but old to them linens um, and kind of not really solving the consumerism problem of that. So it got me thinking about closed loop and how I could kind of turn the tables on accepting people's linens, but also offering them an alternative to buying new linens all the time. Around the time that I started thinking about all of this and the gears in my head were spinning, I was thinking about linen companies that had really built a brand around bedding, which up until a few years ago really didn't exist. You would walk into a big box store and just say like, okay, I have this uh, size in mind. I have this color, which is fine. But, you know, that was kind of the extent of it. And there was no brand loyalty around bedding. So thinking about all of these things kind of led me to Sheet Cycle, where I would accept linens, kind of solving the problem of overstuffed linen closets, 
extending the life of those linens, but also giving an alternative to people to buy new linens, fresh linens out of dead stock fabric, which kind of sets us apart and makes us closed loop. And I guess you kind of touched on it already. My next question for you is why did you want to start a sustainable bedding line? Yeah, totally. So in recent years, there's been so many conversations about um, textile waste and how like the astronomical number of pounds a year gets dumped into landfills and it's all textiles. But most of those conversations were happening around clothing specifically and not really taking into consideration that a good chunk of that amount was coming from bedding, you know, sheets, towels, pillowcases, all that sort sorts of things. And there's, you know, so many people where with a clothing option, you can say like, okay, I'll donate this or I'll have a clothing swap or to get it out of my life if like I'm done with it. With bedding, you can't necessarily do that because bedding goes through, you know, certain <laughs> things during its life cycle that clothing doesn't necessarily go through. You know, what's the, what's the solution? And for a lot of people, it's just dumping it. And um, you almost miss that, that first stop of considering, like, maybe I'll donate it, maybe I'll resell it. With bedding, you can't do that, so it goes straight into the bin. And I really wanted to kind of give pause to that and highlight the fact that, yeah, clothing is a major, major problem when it comes to textile waste, but bedding is also a huge problem. And, you know, giving something the spotlight, I guess, in a conversation that is all about clothing. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of bring awareness to the fact that it's not just clothing, that bedding is also part of the problem. Yeah, I completely agree with having that, bringing that different perspective to, uh, you know, the fast fashion industry and all the, all the waste that there is. So, and then shifting gears a little bit, you know, how does it feel to run your own brand and, and be something that you're immensely proud of yeah it feels great it feels actually amazing I am someone that suffers from magpie syndrome all the time where I'll have spark of creative energy or I'll have an idea and I'll kind of take a couple steps down the path and then you know I'll lose sight of it and I'll abandon the idea or I'll abandon the project and move on to something else because it's so exciting at the beginning and then you just kind of lose steam So to be at this point, I mean, I've been working on this and focused solely on this for about a year now. And yeah, it feels so good to be in the place that I am now. And so can you tell me maybe a little bit about your average day or what your average work week looks like? Yeah, so I am self-funding sheet cycle. So I still have a nine to five, but basically every spare minute now is um, thinking about sheet cycle, whether it's you know, content for social media or things that I need to do, things that I need to tie up, any loose ends, you know, emails I need to write to various suppliers or, you know, whatever. So I usually wake up, do my nine to five. Uh, and then as soon as I'm done um, with my day job, it's straight into sheet cycle pretty much five days a week and every minute of the weekend. I definitely give myself some self-care, which the CLL program has taught me to prioritize. Yeah, there's so many little things that 
that I think about, I just feel like I'm constantly brainstorming. So it's, uh, it's definitely tough to juggle everything, especially wanting to prioritize sheet cycle over, um, you know, other responsibilities, but gotta, gotta do it. <laughs> it's a lot for sure, but, uh, but you're doing it and doing it very yes. well. So that's awesome. <laughs> and you mentioned that you were part of the conscious label launcher with Recloseted. So maybe you could talk about how CLL helped you to start your brand. I had the idea for Sheet Cycle, like I said, a little bit of over a year ago. I was doing some Googling of like basics of where to start, where to begin. And I started trademarking uh, around February of 2020. And then COVID hit. It kind of scared me and overwhelmed me. But I also, I guess, on the silver lining to that, I was given all this extra time that I could spend kind of Googling and everything. And I thought I was confident in what I needed to do and the steps I needed to take and quickly realized that one question led to 10 additional questions. And I found myself just getting more and more overwhelmed. So in all this Googling, I discovered Recloseted. There was a live training happening that I attended and it kind of sold me just from the aspect of having accountability and having someone kind of stay on top of me to, you know, get this thing done. And I originally signed up for the conscious label launcher thinking I, at the very least, would kind of like put it in writing that this was a real thing that I was doing and that it wasn't just like some hobby or it wasn't like something that I could not prioritize, you know, just like making that commitment to a group <laughs> to hold me accountable to get things done was really all of that I was expecting. But actually, I got so much more out of it, um, other than just like the accountability, which was super helpful. But it also really put into like crystal clear vision what I was trying to achieve and broke everything out into really manageable steps. So it was almost like when I think back to February before I discovered CLL, I was thinking about things just like all over the map. I was thinking about things that were early stage things. I was thinking about things that were launch stage things. Now I really have like a roadmap where I knew in June, back when I was, you know, part of CLL, I knew what I needed to focus on in June. I knew what I needed to focus on in August. I knew what I needed to focus on in January, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It really helped me narrow my vision. And like my biggest takeaway was just having that focus and knowing exactly what I needed to do and when I needed to do it, which I definitely wouldn't have gotten from Google. Yeah, it, it really helped pave the path. And now I know that you're currently working on some bedding. So maybe tell us a bit more about that and how CLL helped you to develop it. Yeah. So um, we use dead stock fabrics, um, like I mentioned earlier, which is all pre-consumer um, kind of like discarded material from designers. Because of that, it's very limited quantities. It's not like I can go in and just say like, I want, 30 yards of something. It might only exist in two yards. So I was trying to, you know, kind of figure out how to do bedding using this fabric in the most 
ethical way, the most sustainable way, and also the most realistic way where I wasn't kind of adding to this problem I was trying to combat by just going out and like buying tons and tons of fabric and hoping for the best. The Conscious Label Launcher really helped me decide on a pre-order model, which um, makes the most sense, you know, from a lot of different aspects. And yeah, that was huge for me because I, I think I was kind of spinning my wheels in that, in that um, area. And also all the guest speakers that came and talked to us throughout the program was so motivating because you really got to see people that had already walked the same path that we were, you know, embarking on. And yeah, they were all just like really inspiring, really motivational. Yeah, that was definitely an added bonus to just stay motivated. I think it kind of comes back down to that accountability that you're talking about before. Um, And then, you know, kind of on the other side of things uh, in building your business, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced in, in creating your brand and how did you overcome it? For sure, COVID, um, just because uh, one of the things that is really important to me with Sheet Cycle is that everything is locally sourced. So the Deadstock Fabric Supplier is here in New York. I was originally trying to work with a cut and sew facility also here in New York that did limited runs that could accommodate, you know, kind of this weird fabric supply where everything would be really small quantities. And when COVID hit, unfortunately, my fabric supplier, their warehouse had to be shut down just due to staffing and, um, you know, city mandates. And my cut and sew facility that I was originally planning on working with, um, they also shut down for the same reasons. Unfortunately, the cut and sew facility never came back. They were a family owned business. They had been around for a while. And for whatever reason, they were like, it's not worth trying to um, make it through this pandemic. So that kind of um, dashed my hopes. But it also, silver lining again, it also like made me realize how flexible I needed to be and how quickly I needed to pivot. And I think that kind of learning and experience is going to help me moving forward, just being more flexible with things, you know, kind of uh, looking at every situation from a creative perspective of how to creatively solve any issues. Yeah, flexibility is is key, especially right now. So (laughs) that's awesome that you're able to adapt. And then, you know, you obviously have just touched on some key learnings, but is there anything else that you would maybe say where your biggest takeaways from CLL or just your time working with other people in in the industry? Definitely just like that everyone that has started did not have all the answers when they started and to just keep going and that like everything really is one step at a time. Yeah, I, I think that's really the biggest takeaway because before I started this I think I was really suffering from imposter syndrome and not realizing like that I could ever build a brand or I would ever have you know the foundation to feel confident in what I was building CLL really helped change my mind and so for any you know future sustainable fashion brand founders listening would you recommend CLL Yes, uh, a thousand times. It's totally worth 
the investment time. Yeah, just like I said before, for every question you think of yourself, there's 10 additional questions and you can get overwhelmed very easily. But also in addition to that, there's some questions you won't even know to ask. There were so many instances going through the program where, you know, I was receiving information that I would never have received because I just didn't know that that was information I even needed or it wasn't even information I would have thought of. Yeah, your knowledge is only as good as the number of questions you know to ask. And if you're not asking the right questions, you're not going to get the right info. So yeah, definitely highly, highly recommend for um, those reasons. And also just to have something pushing you forward and keeping keeping momentum. I mean, I started out on my own in February. And if I had continued on my own, I definitely would not be in the place that I am now, which is potentially launching in March, fingers crossed. So, Well, that's great. That's so good to hear and that you had a great experience with the Conscious Label Launcher. Do you have any more advice to slow fashion founders that maybe are looking to start their own conscious brand? Yeah, definitely just do it. I can't say that enough. I followed so many just like motivational Instagram <laughs> accounts just so I would have that message reiterated over and over again. But you really do just need to start regardless of where you're starting or where you're starting from. If you really want to do something and it's important enough to you to do it, you really just need to start. And then the momentum kind of keeps you going. Yeah, like we've been saying, if you have an accountability group and you have something pushing you forward and you have someone who's like been there, done that, kind of giving you the light that you need to see of what steps to take and guiding you, that's like the, the best thing you can ask for. So yeah, just start. Totally. So just take that first step, that leap of faith and go after it. And so my last question for you is how can everyone support you and Sheet Cycle? My God, um, follow me on Instagram, shop.sheetcycle. I'm also on Facebook, but all of my um, focus is on Instagram right now. So you can follow me there. Tell your friends, tell your family, anyone that's interested in some uh, sustainable bedding that's going to be unique, limited quantities, let them know. If you're ready to create the sustainable brand of your dreams, I invite you to enroll in our Conscious Label Launcher. We take founders from idea to launch and help them feel 100% supported along the way. Imagine your new reality with CLL, which will include no more stress and overwhelm because you will follow our step-by-step blueprint to take you from idea to successful launch. You will also be able to effortlessly produce garments that are good for the planet and good for the people making it. You're going to be able to get access to our production resources so that you have a list of trusted mills and production facilities so you don't need to worry about quality issues, fake certifications, or being scammed. You'll also learn how to sell out your launch collection because we're going to teach you how to validate your product market to your ideal customer, and create effective sales funnels. You're also going to learn how to build a profitable business through bootstrapping. You're going to be able to work with limited budgets, inject more funding into your business using our methods, 
and really be able to know what's going on in your business when it comes to your financials. And last but not least, you're going to be able to be supported throughout this because you're going to get bi-weekly live trainings from myself. And then you're also going to be surrounded by like-minded slow fashion founders, which means that you're going to have bi-weekly accountability groups with them. We're all going to be in a private Slack community so that you can ask questions and feel supported. And at the end of the day, entrepreneurship doesn't need to be lonely. You can be supported and kept accountable by our team myself, and the other CLL participants. And how CLL works is essentially it's a six-month program like I've been talking about that takes slow fashion founders from idea to successful launch. All of the knowledge and proven strategies that we've done over the years and over working with numerous slow fashion clients is covered in an online pre-recorded lesson format, and you can access that at any time. And then to supplement your learning, it's not just an online course. You're going to be getting bi-weekly live trainings from myself. I'm going to answer any questions you have in a private Slack community so that you do not need to be Googling for hours on end anymore. You're also going to get bi-weekly accountability groups led by our team where you and the other founders are going to talk about any challenges you have and what you're going to work on in the next two weeks so that we can really support and keep you accountable. And then, like I talked about, you're also going to get a private Slack community, which is going to be amazing. We are also going to bring in some industry experts to help teach you as well. And there's so much other value and bonuses you're going to get with CLL. So make sure you check it out. Enrollment closes Friday, January 29th. So don't snooze. To find out more information about CLL and to enroll, visit recalsitive.com launch or click the link in the show notes. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.